Okay, hello every hello everybody. You hear me? Everybody can hear me? Yep. Okay, today we're gonna do some chumash and mafarshim to start. As I mentioned, okay, is everybody there? I don't see anybody any faces, but uh, there we go. Okay. So my, um my microphone is working. Do, this uh, time. And Mephorshim, we are gonna open up Parshas Nitzavin. You need a micros gedolos because we're gonna see the Nitziv, uh, the I'm sorry, the Kliyakar and a short piece in the Orachai. Okay, so say so. You want to be cross Gedola's uh, Dvarim. All right, Rabosai. So uh, this is really the parsha. This is the source for Arvos, these psukim, and we have a, an important kliyakar and a short piece in the Orachaim. Okay, so at, let's read the psukim. Atem nitzavim ayom kulchem lifnei Hashem elokechem. And one of the difficulties is right away what it says here: Rashechem, Shivtechem, Ziknechem, Shotrechem. Kol ish Yisrael, tapchem neshechem, gerchasher b'kerem b'chanecha, chotev etzecha, atshoev meimecha, the whole gamut of people. Why, why do we need to be so specific? And then it says, li'avrecha b'vris Hashem elokecha uva'alato, to have you go, go like, pass by the covenant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the curses, asher Hashem elokecha nukoret imcha hayom. So it's very clear in the psukim that we're creating here um, a covenant, and of course there were already a covenant at Har Sinai, uh, and so the question that's going to come up is what's what was added in this covenant that didn't exist already in Har Sinai? Okay, so let's see the Kliyakar. You can skip the first little section. He just brings Rashi and what he thinks about it. Okay, so we're in the Kliyakar on Pasuk Tet. Okay. So the Hanachon who what you know what is this Nitzavim Yom Kulchem Laavor what's going what's going on here okay so Sherotza Atolichrot Imahem Brit Chadasha Tachat Habrit Harishon Asher Nitkalkel Al Yedei Haegel okay so the, the there was a Brit at Har Sinai says the says the Kliyakar the fact that they built the Egel Hazahav that annulled, that, that compromised the Brit. They didn't have any arvus, so nobody is responsible for the other guy. If there's no din of arvus, so then nobody is going to pay attention to what anybody else is doing. Everybody's worried about himself. And and in fact, as we'll see in the Gemara, we're going to see in a Gemara probably next time um, that if I try to tell you something and there's no arvus, so your response could easily and justifiably be, "What is your business? Go mind your mind your own business. What are you mixing into my life for?" Okay, so that was the problem that led, says the the Kliyakar, that led to the possibility of an egel hazav. Alkain <laughs> ra'a. So therefore, Kodesh Baruch Hu saw the need lahaviam b'mesoret brit shel ha'arvut al yedei shvuat hargrizim har eval in the previous parsha in Kitavo ki ha'arvut once I have arvut sibagidol la lahashid rabbi me'avon pen yianit pasalav all of a sudden if there's arvus I now become invested I'm a stakeholder that's a good modern word. I become a stakeholder in your behavior. 
See, so at the time of the eagle, when there's no arvus, so somebody sees another guy doing the eagle, it's his problem, it's not my problem. But once there's arvus, I become a stakeholder in your behavior. He called arave. Now he's going to go into the technical aspect of an arave. David, you have a question? Yeah, it, 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 uh, was not part of the first uh, set of uh, the Torah. And, and it's not related to Arvus. So, again, Hochech is a prerequisite for Arvus. Hochech doesn't generate Arvus. Okay, that, that's what he, it's, a, it's, it's one of the things you could do, but as we're going to see in the Gemara, the Hochech isn't always so so um, so effective. And therefore, I don't have, I'm, a, I'm not a stakeholder. Again, I'm not a stakeholder. That's what you got to understand. But let, let's, let's not get sidetracked here. Okay. Kikol Arev. Now let's get into the, the we, we never really talked about the source of Arvus. Arvus is a guarantor in a loan. Okay. So um, Yaakov Greif wants to borrow 10,000 shekel. He goes to the Gemach and he asks me to sign Arvus. Okay, why does the why does the gemach want arvus? Because they're afraid he's not going to pay back, and he, he may not be good for the money. I mean, why is he taking a gemach? Because he's a coil guy who doesn't have any income, right? And he's he's you know he's running from one gemach to the other, and they're very worried he won't pay back. And so you know, so they make Josh Eisenberg an arvus because they know okay, Josh Eisenberg he's good for the money. If if Greif doesn't pay back, we'll, we can always go to Eisenberg. Okay, but of course Josh doesn't want to be on the on the hook for the loan. And he sees that Yaakov is like just spending his money like there is no tomorrow. Do you think Josh is going to just keep quiet or he's going to step in and say, hey, wait a minute. What do you think you're doing? You're not going to have money to pay back the debt. Right. Well, Daniel is not going to say anything because Daniel has <laughs> is not a stakeholder in how Yaakov Greif is treating his money. But Josh Eisenberg became a stakeholder. So therefore, says the holder just want to see inside before you ask questions. I just want okay? to. So they call Arev Haroe Haroe. Look inside, please. He called Arev Haroe Shahalove Mefazer Mamono Azai Humochicho Miira Penitzarech Lishalim Bavuro. If the Arev sees that the that the borrower is wasting his money, and because of that he won't have money to pay back, he's going to be very worried because he understands that if the if the borrower doesn't have the money, I'm going to be on the hook. When one Jew becomes liable and responsible for the behavior of another Jew, so then any time you see an individual or a community that is deviating from the proper path and and you have the ability to intervene to say something. You're going, you're going to certainly do it. As we saw, but if now that I have Arvus, so now you're going to intervene because you realize that if you have the ability to, to say something and you didn't, you're going to be held liable also. Now, Daniel, what was your question? Yeah, I mean, maybe it works here, but I, I, I never saw a case of an RA for the RA is like. Yeah, I don't, I don't. We don't hear you. We don't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I never saw a case where an RA like um, goes and like goes to the guy that that, that he's RA for and tells him like, 
like, hey, what you doing? I mean, I mean, maybe I'm just not aware of. Oh, it. it most definitely happens. <laughs> yeah, ask Pinchas. He's yeah, he's got. Sometimes I sometimes I intentionally sick the Arab on the Chayav to motivate him to pay up. Yeah. And, okay. and moreover, if you miss a payment, your Arev gets a notice from the bank saying Greif missed a payment. What you know, and then then you call him up and you say, yeah, Greif, you're missing your payments. Check, What's get going your on? Out. Get your checkbook out. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm only Ira for my children, so it doesn't work there like that. You exactly. Know? Okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, you go, you go into the real world, right? I'm sure, right? Uh, I don't know, Ephraim. You, you probably had instances like this when you would you, uh, will you seen people intervene when they see that the borrower is uh, not being fiscally responsible? I, I try not to be Ira. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very that's what I tried also, but my children, I couldn't. Uh... You, you, you remind me of something that Diane Aaron told me when I asked him about a Shiloh. We had a policy in the yeshiva and we, there was a question. I was uh, you know, looking to make sure that we had the right policy. So I described him the situation and the policy. And he says to me, good policy. <laughs> I think that's what we're saying to Ephraim. Good policy, Ephraim. <laughs> question, you just question. have to represent creditors once in a while and then you fall into this position all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Question on, on, on the Klayaka. Yeah, go ahead. So I'm, try, I'm trying to find a, a clear definition of Orev, you're going Tochacha because, listen, if he messes up, I'm in trouble. But we also see situations if I keep quiet, it's not that I'm in trouble, but it shows that I'm condoning the behavior. Uh, we've seen that in, in like, you know, when uh, Shimon and Levi wipe out uh, Shechem, and why did everybody get wiped out? They didn't do anything wrong. And the Mepharshim seemed to say, well, there's silence, and uh, it shows that they're agreeable, they're condoning what's going on. And and so here also, when you don't give Tochacha, you keep silent, it could be taken as an agreement to the behavior, or it could mean... Uh, that uh, you know you don't care that you're in trouble. It's, I'm, I'm, there's there's two ways of taking silence. So you're, 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 let let me rephrase your question so that it becomes a good. Thank question. you. If there wasn't Arvus, wouldn't I still be able to hold you responsible if you didn't say anything, which indicates that you are in tacit agreement? That seems what happened in Shem. Okay, so again, I don't think we can bring a riot from Shem, but I'll answer your question. Okay, the fact that I condone behavior, again, don't ask a question from Shem. Shem was an exceptional thing. Again, it's a big Shiloh, what happened there. But you're okay. asking, what if a person condones behavior, would that make him reliable without Arvus? And the answer is absolutely not. You can't, I condone the behavior of a person, but you can't punish me for the behavior as if I did the behavior. But in Arvus, in Arvus, I am held liable for the behavior of another person. Okay, and that's that's what, and again, and that's the Kiddush of Arvus, but it's limited to which again gets us back into the question of Tochacha, which is what we're going to talk about later. Right now, we got to see, let's so just my, stick with the Klayakar and the Arachai. And okay? my question is if it's only by Jews, that's really, I guess, what I'm, I'm Again, you're, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you not to ask anything about Shimon Levi and Shechem. Or other situations that are not. What other situations? Shechem. A, a, a non-Jew, uh, so uh, some uh, some Arab in, in Gaza, uh, keep silent about what's going on in, in, with, with Hamas. Don't don't pull me into this, okay? Don't pull <laughs> me into the political discussions, okay? 
All right. Uh, uh, There's no innocent bystanders in Gaza. Okay, that's the assumption. Okay. And it's being proven more and more as we uncover where all the weapons are being hidden. Okay, let's not get political. Okay, back into the Kliyakar. Okay. Aval mi she'en biyodol hochiach. Let's just go, go back. Im halem yalem enav mimenu. We'll back up two lines just so we see the flow. Vim halem yalem enav mimenu harehu b'mekomo v'imo b'mechitsoso v'chet harabim tolui bo because of arvus. Abat aval mi she'en biyodol hochiach. In other words, if I am incapable of rebuking the person, I can't have any influence. So, of course, it doesn't make any sense that I should be held responsible. Then it would be impossible to live. You got to realize you're walking down Rechov Yafa. You're right. You're walking down Rechov Beit. We walk down Rechov Beit Akerem on Shabbos, and we see all these people driving their cars, and we know they're not going to listen to us. But we're reliable. We're going to get punished. That's ridiculous. It's not possible. Otherwise, no Jew could ever can ever do anything. I mean, everybody's going to. There's always sinning Jews, and I have nothing. I can't control it. And yet, you're going to tell me I'm liable. So that's impossible. They never agreed to arvos that they should be liable, even when they have no ability to influence the Jew who's doing the avera. So it's only, and that we saw that in the Gemara, right? And we saw that explicitly in the Gemara three times. Right? Why were they nailed? But if limchos, what are they supposed to do? Okay. All right. We're going to see that. We're going to see this more when we see a couple more Gemaras about the about the mitzvah of Tocha. Yes, Daniel. Yeah, I mean, about the example in Beit Akerem, um, I seem to remember from my days in yeshiva that we learned about Israel Salanter that there is some sort of a statement out there that he was. Uh, <laughs> Saying that what's happening in Berlin when he was in Berlin and he saw all the Hill Hill Shabbos and Hill Akodish there, they must be our okay. You got the story backwards. Okay. What he was okay. saying is that when people talk in shul, okay, when people talk in shul in Vilna, that leads to Hill Shabbos in Paris. Okay, there's a story like that. Yeah, yeah, there's a story like that. Okay, so that's what we're really saying is we're not talking, we're not saying that you have the ability to stop the people from being Michal Shabbos in Paris. We're saying that your minor Avera here, it opens the door to justify Averas in the Jewish people. And when you do a little Avera here, for you, what's a little Avera? It's not such a, don't view it as a little Avera, okay? Because for you, that little Avera of talking in Shul is like the Jew in Paris. For him, Chil Shabbos is a little Avera. Right. Not a big deal. For him, Chil Shabbos isn't a big deal. Just like for you, talking in shul isn't a big deal. That's what he was talking about in those days. Today, I would say, you know, um, uh, I, 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 okay, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Okay. So a recollection that he did make some sort of a comparison. That was the comparison. I just told you the comparison. That's the correct story. He was, he was, he was giving Musr to the people in Vilna that if you talk in shul, you should know that you're what you talk in shul opens the door for people to be Michal Shabbos in Paris. That's the story. Okay. And, and and the marshal of of we're in the same boat. And even if I can't stop the other guy from making a hole in the boat because it's in his corner, we're all going to sink together. Correct. And, so and I, even here, if I that, can't that's, be that's, a, that's exactly what the Kliyakar just moved you away from. Yeah, correct. Exactly correct. What the moved you away from. So that marshal that we if, if you're sitting in a boat with somebody. 
and he's digging a hole, you're going to sink. Whether you could stop him, whether you can't stop him, you're going to sink. And it says here that's not a good mushal for a Jew being Michal Shabbos when I can't stop him. So that's an eye opener because we grew up with that mushal. I know, I know you did. Okay, that's why. Okay, there are a lot of things you grew up with that when you see the sources, they weren't quite accurate. To, to go, go back to the Kliyakar's own mushal, though, which is of an economic arevut. Yes. If this, there's no such thing as a that he wasn't going to have to pay. If the guy doesn't pay, you got to pay whether you could have gotten him to pay or not. It doesn't doesn't that's make in, any difference. That's in financial arvus. That's in yeah, financial. yeah. Which is, but that's the muscle the Clay Yucker was using to tell to explain to us how it works. It's not a, such a great muscle either. What, no, to explain why once there's arvus, you become a stakeholder. Now there's a he, he then he had to add a new chiddush. So he, he's exactly coming to say. So if we're going to really take it all the way, then we run into Yaakov's problem: is that we don't care what the we, you know if if the if the arev tries to stop the borrower from wasting his money, and he doesn't succeed in stopping the borrower from wasting his money, is the arev going to have to pay? Yes. Okay. That's because the arvus is not. No, I would say like this: No creditor would take you as an arev if, in the arvus, you wrote a condition that, of course, I'm not responsible if the borrower wastes his money. Well, then we're not going to take that's that doesn't do me as the lender any good. Okay. So it's not a perfect parallel, but that that's the point is is that the arvus makes you a stakeholder in what the other guy's doing. And then the Chiddush, that's why the Kliyakar has to come along with the Chiddush. But if you can't stop it, that's exactly his words. See, once I became an Arev, by the way, I mean, I, you know, once I became an Arev, so then I, I, I'm, I'm responsible. So he says, so therefore, the, it can't be that, that I'm, that I'm going to be responsible even under the conditions when I have nothing to do about it. That, that can't be the arvus that a Kodesh Baruch Hu imposed upon us. Perhaps Kodesh Baruch Hu didn't impose that arvus on us because we would have said, what? Are you kidding? No, it's a little That kind of an arvus, that kind of an arvus makes it impossible for a Jew to function. Okay? All right. Now, now next. V'im matzinu lif'amim See, till now, what are we saying? We're saying that you're only Arev But what happens if we didn't even know about the Aver? So obviously, the, uh, the average Jew can't be held responsible. But we see by Achan that, the, that the, the, they didn't know that he was doing it, and yet they were punished. So that we're going to make a difference about the liability of the leaders. See, since the leaders created an atmosphere of laissez-faire, that's what allowed the, uh, the, the, the Avera to happen. So then you're liable because you as the leader needed to create an environment that people won't do the Avera. And therefore, the Achrei Lo Yo Ilu Halchu and the Lomer Shalot Toil Hematochacha. So they became they they got they got into a mentality that okay it's it's not going to do any good anyway. Arasher b'sibazu kochote b'rav meri no same birch hashalom leatzma b'chashvo ki atora haritzutsa haritzua shel mardus 
In other words, an environment was created that there's no big deal about Averos. And that's created by the leaders. So if the leaders create an environment that, oh, you know, it's not so bad that you're doing, a, that people are doing something wrong. So then that generates people to do more things wrong. Aval im hoyu. Aval im hoyu agedolim. Im hoyu agedolim tamid miyasu anoshim haposhim. Meaning every time there was a, a, an infringement that they knew about, they right away said, this is not appropriate behavior. In other words, a person, the reason that the Gedolim are held liable for Avera, Gedolim here means the leaders, they're held liable for an Avera done Betsina. Well, they didn't know about it. Okay, but what we're saying is that since they allowed Averos to be done publicly without, uh, without uh, um, consequences, without any, any reaction, so then people could now start doing the Avera, and then you, you're, so you're of course liable for the Averas they did publicly. That's but then, but for the leaders, that's for an individual. The leaders, they even become liable for the Averas that were done that they didn't know about. That's what he's, that's his Chiddush. Meaning the leaders. Meaning they now became liable because they indirectly caused people to sin in private. And therefore, even though you didn't know about it, it's because you didn't complain as a leader about the sins that were done publicly. So people got used to doing Averos and the things that they did privately. So not only are you held liable for what you knew about that you should have been Moche, but you now become liable for the things you didn't know about because you weren't Moche about the things you knew about. But that's unique to the leaders. But, yeah. Well, in the parsha of Yoshua and Achan, like, where do we see a laissez-faire uh, environment that uh, um, that he's talking about here? Why is he? I mean, I have a little bit of problem with this with this example. I would have said, like, okay, so the Gemara, but you have to you have to you have to study the Gemara on the, on those psukim. The Gemara goes through all of it, how what led up to it, and and right, I think here he quotes a pasuk here, right. Um, it, 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 you, you go, go look, learn the parsha of Achan, and then see the Gemaras that discuss it, how it could happen. That, that, he's building this on what the Gemaras say, what led to what led to Achan, and why everybody was held responsible. I mean, why did why did thirty six thousand people die? Right. So there had to have been communal responsibility. That, yeah, that's, right. Because the the punishment wasn't just for the leaders; it was for everybody. Oh, yeah. For the okay. So again, but but it was because of an environment that was created. Okay. Again, you got to study the Gemaras on the parsha. He's just using it as an example to show that that sometimes hidden averos that they don't know about, you can also be held liable for it. That that's that's all he's using Achan for. Yoshua Melech, but you know, gets killed because he didn't know about the Leitzani Hador making like you know. Okay, all right. Let, let's not get too sidetracked. Okay, continues the in, in a personal, also the the parents. A little louder, please. I'm sorry. Also, the parents creating such an environment in their home. And then they'll be responsible for things that for happen sure. to children. That's for sure. That's for sure. Meaning the leaders. That, that's where it starts. This is a Gemara in Bavakama. I actually um, uh, uh, pulled out the Gemara. Um, I could share a screen with it, but let's see. It's uh, 
the Gemara says like this, That's the Parsha in the Torah about Eish. But the Gemara there makes a drusha in Baba Kama Samach Hamad Aleph. Okay. Where are the Rishayim in that Pasuk? Kotsim are the brambles. So that's the metaphor for Rishayim. Okay, that the Rishayim are the cause for Puranus in the world. Bad things happen in the world because of Rishayim. But, continues the Drasha, Eino Matchil Ki Okay, but but it always starts. Well, again, go, he doesn't quote the old Gemara, so I'll, you know, let me. I have it here. I have it right here. I can even do a share, quick a share, do a quick share screen, so you'll see the whole Gemara. I do with it here. Just a minute. Here it is. Um. Yeah, here it is. Okay, let me make it a little bigger, and we will. I just want you guys to see the continuation of the Gemara. Okay. So I'm going to do a share screen. It's right in the middle of the, it'll be right in the middle of the of the page. Just a second. You want to see the words of the Gemara. Okay. Um, here it is. Okay. Yeah. So the Gemara is right here. Okay, the Gemara is here. Um Amar Bishma Bar Nachmani, Amar Bionisa. Ain't Puranus Bala Olam Ella Bizman Sharishoim Baolam. Vain amat chelat elaminat sadikim tchila. Shenemar. Here's the proof text. That right, a mosai eshiotze bizman shekotzi mitzuyin la. The eno matchelat elemen hatzadikim techila. Where do you see that in the pasuk? Shenemar v'nechal gadish. Nechal gadish. That's past tense. Kiot right. Kitetze esh umotzakotzim v'nechal gadish. Gadish lo v'achal gadish lo nemar. Ella v'nechal gadish, shenechal gadish kvar, meaning that the that that the um, that that the, uh, the 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 leaders, all right, the gadish, the the leaders, the best people, they are already destroyed. So the reason for destruction comes from the rishonim, but once that starts, it starts with the with the, with the leaders. Again, there's two two explanations there. One is like we said in 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 uh, in Mitzrayim on the Leil Pesach, Kevin Shenitan Rishus Lamashchis. That's the simple understanding. But the Kliyakar is alluding to the idea differently, much deeper than that. Let's go back inside. Okay. I'm back in the Kliyakar after seeing that Gemara. Why do we say that the Purana starts with the Tzadikim and with the leaders? Mushmoshli. They have the stick, the staff, to control the other the people. They have the ability to discipline the people. The leaders were the ones who allowed the weakness of the generation, and therefore it devolved into Rishayim. And that brings Puranos. But now the Purana starts with the leaders because it was their responsibility never to let, the, let it reach that state. That again, this is in the next world. God's going to judge the, the, the king first because the king had the power and he's held responsible. The king had the ability to impose 
Yirat Shamayim on the community, and he didn't. That's why they sinned. So he gets judged first. Okay. The era of Rosh Hashanah, Hagedolim Yotzu Likrato Techila, the Achakach Yotzu Habbeinonim, the Achakach Kol Yisrael Beyom Kippur. As we have, we have Rosh Hashanah, where the 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 leaders are judged. Then we have Aser Shemechuva with the Beinonim, and then you have a Kippur for for the for everybody. So who gets who gets judged first? The leaders. That that's that's what he that's his point. Lefisha Kol Hachashuv Chashuv Yoter Mizulato. The, the greater the person, the more he's held responsible, he's held accountable for what goes on in the community. Okay, so this is again, it's talking here about the spiritual leaders, it's talking about the communal leaders. The assumption is that there are leaders, there are people of influence, that they have the power to impose certain standards on the community. And if they don't, they're held responsible for the deteriorating behavior of the community. Okay. Alkane. Okay, now we go back to our parsha. Alkane. Sidra Moshe b'mesoret habrit hazeh alzeh ha'ofet. So now when we when we have the psukim, atem ditzavim ayom kulchem, and you're about to go into this bris of arvus, so the arrangement of the way the, the groups of people appear in the psukim is not at all coincidental. Ki mitzad, Let's go back and just see the psukim. So, by the way, the Nitziv also has a long discussion on this. Once you said, Atem Nitzivim Ayom Kulchem Lefnei Hashem Elokeichem, so who does that include? Everybody. Everybody. So now what did you add by, okay, then it includes everybody, and then you tell me who the everybody is. Everybody is everybody. After you got through saying, right, it includes everybody, the left-handed people, the right-handed people, the tall people, the short, <laughs> you just said everybody. What are you telling me afterwards? The whole list. So says the, says the Kliakar that because it's in, it's in, Order of liability. Let's read the psukim again before we go back to the Kliyakar. Rashechem, Shivtechem, the heads of the tribes. Ziknechem, Shotrechem, Kol Ish Yisrael. And then we go down another level. Tapchem, Neshechem, Gercha, Chotev Etzecha, Ad Shoeb Meimecha, back into the Kliyakar. The Hikdim, Haroshim, Roshechem, Shivtechem, Ki Haroshim, Kodvin, Elazkenim, Bechol Makom. So the Roshechem Shivtechem, the Shivtechem, Shevet implies a, a, a you know a a stick. The, the, the leaders have the the implication, of course, is not a real stick, a literal stick, it's enforcement capabilities. So the leaders have enforcement capabilities. More than somebody who can just talk, all right. The the zikanim, the the zikanim, they can talk, all right. But the rashe the rashechem, they can they can uh, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, right? They're the they can actually they can enforce they're enforcers they can enforce as opposed to just talk. 
Okay. You have a slave and you want him to listen to you. It, it, it doesn't, talk doesn't do the job. You got to have a, you, you got to know that there's something waiting above to hit him. Okay. Um, all right, he goes here. I'm going to skip here a little bit. Um, he talks here about just one second. Yeah, okay, I think that this is. Um, yeah, okay. We the, the the main point has been communicated. I just let's just see. There's one more thing we want to see here. Um, yeah, let's go to Pasigudalf. Okay, there's a. We'll go back in a few minutes to the Archaim, but first let's see Pasigirav. Le'avracha b'brit Hashem elokecha. Masha maskirin b'chol ha'parsha b'loshan rabbi. Okay, look at, look at the, here, here's the anomaly. Atem nitzavim ayom kulchem. Okay, that's plural. Rashechem, shivteichem, ziknechem, shotrechem. It's all in the plural. Tapchem, etc. And then it shifts gears Le'avrecha. It doesn't say le'avrechem. It says le'avrecha. That's an anomaly. Everything's been in plural, and all of a sudden now we shift it to singular. So that speaks, that says something to the Kliyakar. Masha, maskir mechol ha'parsha loshen rabbi, zulat b'posak shehizkir ha'avarat ha'brit, hizkirim b'loshen yachid, le'avrecha b'vrit Hashem elokecha. Everything else was in rabbi. Zem mofet chotech. It's an unequivocal proof to what I'm saying. Sheikar brit hu ba'avur ha'arvus ki mitzar ha'arvus yekol Yisrael ki ish echad. When you talk about la'avrecha, we're talking about one unit. What's the unit? The unit is the whole 600,000 people of, of, of Israel. They're all one unit. That's what arvus does. It, it, it binds up every person with every other person. Shebezman sheyesh lo maka be'eza ever prati. Famous Gomorrah, okay. Well, uh, right. That when you know when you're when you when your foot hurts, your whole body hurts. When your head hurts, your whole body hurts. It just it's not localized. It doesn't stay local. Okay. Right? That that that's the unity of Klal Yisrael is that the when one person does something wrong, the whole Klal feels it. Just like when one person is sick, it's one of the Ideas of 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 koyisol arevim, all right, of of nosei boolim chavero, is that we're supposed to feel the pain of other Jews, okay? And kamoshen emar bechet achan, chata yisrael. Akharis bochel comes and says the Jewish people sinned, even though only one guy did it, okay? Okay, bechet Okay, so that's that that's his point. Is that the singular is because we are now all united, um, okay? All right, questions still here before we see, I'm going to see the Orachayim now. Okay, so the Orachayim is a Pasig Yud Aleph. Um, let me just see here. Um... Yeah, we could see we could see the beginning of the Orchim too. I just I remember I was looking at that. Um, let's see. We'll skip. A, we'll see a little bit of the Orchim in Pesach Tet. Okay, a little bit. We're not going to do all of it. 
Okay, but we'll do a little bit of it. Okay, so Atem Nitzavim. Yeah, we're going to have the same approach. The Nitzia has a similar approach, but it's there's some there are some differences here. Atem Nitzavim. Tzorich Ladat Kavara Baimerzeh. What's going on here? Od Lama Hutzorich Lafari Drashechem Tapchechem. We already said kulchem, so what are you making a list of the different groups? What's the purpose of this covenant? What is going to say at the very end, right? what it said in the end of the last parsha? So apparently there was one Brit earlier, and now there's another Brit. In other words, he's saying that the Pasuk at the end of Kitavo, maybe take a look at Chavches Samaktes. It's at the very end of the Tochacha. Okay? At the very end of the Tochacha, Pasuk Samaktes. After he finishes the whole Tochacha, Eilid Divrei Habrit, Asher Tziva Hashem et Moshe, Lichrot et Bnei Yisrael, Be'eretz Moav, so the implication here is that there are really three britot. There was, again, we're not going to go into the brit of the Tochacha. Rabbi Moshe Shapiro has a number of shiurim on what was going on, what kind of a brit was there in the Tochacha, which is called a brit. Okay, it's very, very important, but very deep, but going to really take us off track here right now. But that's not a brit of Arvus. It's a different brit. Okay, the brit of the Tochacha. All right, the, the, the idea of consequences for our behavior, which was not included in the original Brit of Sinai. So you see clearly there are three Britot. There was the Brit Sinai, there's the Brit of the Tochacha, and that's what the, 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 the Orchaim is proving to us, is that therefore when it says, and now we're coming with another Brit, this is a different Brit. Right? It's got to be something different. So therefore near it. So what's going on here t- that we didn't have till now? This is Arvus. Here, right here. Nitzavim is Arvus. Today, why? In other he's making it very pragmatic. We made Arvus so that every Jew will worry about the behavior of every other Jew, and that will limit sin. Where do we see this clearly? At the end, we're going to see this at the very end. You know what? Maybe we should just get a very important pasuk. Okay. After it talks about the person who's going to say, eh, I don't have to worry about it. Shalom yeli, ki lo Okay, I'm just quickly reading pasuk yutet. God is not going to forgive the individual who says, ah, what difference does it make? And God, he's going to get very, he's going to get punished very badly. Okay. Terrible things. And then the Amru Kalagim, I mean Pasuk of Gimel, Al Hashem Kachal Aratzos, the non-Jew is gonna look at destruction and the temple times and say, What happened? Whoa, why did the God do this to them? The Amru, The non-Jew realizes that the reason this happens to us is because we abandon our mission, we abandon our, our covenant, the original covenant. Okay, and the Yabdu Elohim we went to worship idols. So the non-Jew understands why there's destruction. There's destruction because we because we, we abandon our covenant. Okay, and then it says at the end, Kafchet. Hanistarot 
we are not held responsible for the things that we can't know. But we are held responsible. This is because of the Arvus. So what we don't know, we can't know. But what we're saying is, but what we do know, we're responsible. Let's go back to the Arachim because he's going to tie, he's going to tie that, 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 that last passage to, to our discussion. Okay, I'm going to read that paragraph again. You can't be held responsible for what you don't know. And he's making us responsible for the Niglos. That's not the brit that we saw earlier in the end, in the after the after the after the close. Kioto brit to Allah Atzman. Now, the previous brit was simply on every individual. Every individual you should know. When you sin, you're going to get it. But now, it made everybody responsible for everybody else. That's a new. It's an upgrade in responsibility. Okay. Meaning who's in charge. So now, according to the Orachayim, means every one of you is a responsible, is, is like a responsible pakit. Uh, um, okay, the idea of Minu, uh, you're appointed. Everyone is appointed in a position of responsibility. That's what Itzavim means. But of course, your level of responsibility is a function of what you are. We're going to see this Gemara next time. Shabbos Nudal. We're going to, it's one of the resources we're going to bring on Mesecha Shabbos next time. Meaning there's descending levels of responsibility. If you're in such a position, that's the idea, he says, the idea is that you're, I think Stephen Covey has a great phrase, right? There's your circle of influence. You are responsible over your circle of influence. If your circle of influence is the whole city, then you're responsible for the city. If your circle of influence is only your family, then you're responsible for your family. And that's the, 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 the order. That's why we, we're, uh, we're, we're enunciating each one of these groups. Okay. Okay. So the 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 Rashechem, they're the biggest, they're the Gedolim, they can they have influence on all of the Jewish people, at least at one point. All right. We go down from the whole Klal Yisrael to the Shvatim, each Shevet. Then we go down to families. So we went from Klal Yisrael to Shvatim to, to Mishpachos. You have a Mishpacha. That's wider than your B'nai bias. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. 
Um, you know what? Let's read this paragraph. It's important. To, again, one of the things we're, we're going to get out of all of this is the mistake, the mistaken perception that, that you are responsible for any Jew who's Mechal Shabbos. You're responsible for any Jew who doesn't, who doesn't keep kosher. Okay? No, that's not correct. You can't be responsible for every Jew who doesn't keep kosher. You're responsible for, Jew, for a Jew over whom you have influence that doesn't keep kosher. Right? And, that, and that, therefore, there are people who have influence to a wider circle and people who have influence to a smaller circle. And that's the next paragraph. Um, okay, you know what? He's going to basically say similar to what we have, so we don't need to see this again, because I do quickly want to get to the Me'iri that I sent you. Let me just see if we need to see Yud Aleph. Yeah, okay. Um, I sent it on the chat, the text of the Me'iri, you want me to share screen or can everybody take it off their off their phone? I should share, share screen. Okay. All right. So I'm going to share the screen. Very important. Very important, Me'iri. Okay. Here we go. Uh, just a second. Okay. You are right, in here. Everybody see where we are? Um, one second. What happened here to my... Oh, one second. I'm trying to figure out how I get to see you guys again. Well, I don't know. All right. I can't see it. I don't see how. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, Daine Yisrael. All right. Everybody with me? Yes? Daine Yisrael v'chachamehem u'manhigehem tzrichim heim lefashpesh tamid u'lechazer v'lachkor al maaseh b'nei iram. The leader, in other words, the, 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 the spiritual leaders of a city have to constantly be aware of what's going on in the city. It's not enough for you, the leader, to just know what's going on in public. You have to investigate. Okay? You have to look more carefully to see what is really going on? Okay. V'chol shemit rashlim b'kach, meaning, if you're not, you know, okay, whatever I come, whatever I see, whatever I know about, I'll take care of, but I'm not required to investigate beyond the surface. Hareakol ne'enashim b'nistarehem shalchotim, shakol Yisrael nasu arevim ze leze, mishikiblu alehem, that's in our parsha. The al. What's the ayin? Not sure what that ayin is. Anybody have any idea? Nope. So he's making a big chiddush here, and the Gemara makes the chiddush, is that the nistarot l'ashem elokeinu is only 
before they crossed into Eretz Yisrael. Once they crossed into Eretz Yisrael, then even the Nistarot became the responsibility of the leaders. And that was Achan. Okay? Okay? So the Nistaro, the Niglos, they were responsible even before we crossed the Yordain. That ayin is an onish. Now I understand what that ayin means, onish. onish nistarot We're never responsible for nistarot, which is what implied a little bit in the Orachayim. Uba nekuda al ha'ayin, Lomar, Shalo, Lo Olam Nemra, this idea of Anistarot Lashem Elokeinu, Vaniglot Lanu Ulvanenu, that's not eternal. But Mida Zu, it's, it's, this Mida is only Ela Achiyavru Etayarde. Only till we crossed into Eretz Yisrael do we say, do, uh, are we allowed to say that Hanistarot Lanu, Anistarot Lashem Elokeinu? Okay. But here I am. Nasu Obviously, we can't know, we can't be held liable for the nistarot that are un, that are simply not un, that we can't uncover them. But if we could have uncovered them, and with our with our laziness or with our our, our nonchalantness. We allow the hidden things to stay hidden, and we didn't do chipus dvorim v'chakiras sitre ha'inyanim v'hisiba shenenshu b'cheramachan because they could have found it out if they would have tried. V'kvareidu alav shemeal shemaal b'mei Moshe be'arba charamim cheramalek shashcholshu. This answers your question, I believe. Uh, um, uh, I don't know if it was David is that in fact, Achan was the cherem that had, it was the fourth time that they had done this, that people had already been doing it in the past, when they were even earlier in the desert. Right? And they took part of the cherem of Amalek, it's Al-Kol HaShalal, okay? HaShniya cherem Melech Arad, cherem Sichon, okay? And as he's showing that the, what, what, what Achan did wasn't the first time. Okay, he's going into why they weren't allowed to take the cherem, and it was called bizui even in the earlier in the earlier wars. Okay, let's skip down here to, um, yeah, the, okay, he's showing you the examples where the Jewish people did in the desert the same kind of thing that Achan did, and that's why there was uh, a, such a serious consequence. I mean, I'm over here. Adam ain't doesn't literally mean that Yeshua took the kids. Anyway, so the main part of this Meiri is what it says in the beginning. All right, the main part of the Meiri is that what it says is that um, the um, that when we talk about uh, liability and Kol Yisrael Aravim, so we have 
individual Jews responsible when they have the ability to influence other Jews, they could be held responsible. But leaders, and that's why he talks about judges and rabbis, communal leaders, they're going to be responsible to, to dig out what's going on behind the scenes. Okay? I mean, I'm, I don't want to go into, you know, uh, what we'll call it uh, modern uh, uh, situations, but there were many things going on very, very corrupt things in the in the in the Orthodox community over the couple of the last couple of decades that people knew it's happening. And the leaders knew or could have known or should have known that it's happening. And they turned a blind eye. And with a little investigation, they would have found out. And they didn't want to investigate. And that's what the Meiri is saying is, no, that they are required. When it says, that's before they crossed into Eretz Yisrael. Once they crossed, that's the dots over the, over the letters. But once they crossed into Eretz Yisrael, so then the leaders became liable for the Nistaros if they had the ability to find the Nistaros. Daniel, you wanted to ask something? You're, you're... Where does he see that switch from before Abraham? Like from Avery Arden to... Arizona. Yeah, so open your Chumash. Do you have your Chumash in front of you still? Yeah, yeah. What is okay, so go now to the end of the, of this whole discussion. All right, to Pasuk. Um, pasuk, uh, the last Pasuk in Perak Chavtes. It's Pasuk Chavtes, the Hanistaros. Right. Okay, so look carefully at the words. Hanistaros Lashem Elokeinu. Laniglos. In the Orachim? What do you see unique about Lanu Ulvanenu? There's the, the, the dots on top of it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's that. So the, the Chazal Darshan that the dots Lanu Levanenu Ad Olam is only now, but after they cross the Yarden, it's going to be Ad Olam. Okay, that that it's that 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 the that it's that that the the, the liability is going to be even for the Nistaros. Okay, I think that Rashi says that. I believe that Rashi says that. Um. Well, I think the ayin that the Meir was talking about is the ayin in the word ad. Yeah, in the stomach. Yes, that's also yes, true. Yes, yes. Yeah, because it also has a dot. Yes, uh, correct. That is correct. Or ad, or ad olam. Olam also, but it's mostly ad, yeah. Uh, so, olam doesn't have a dot. No, the ad, oh, the ad still has a dot. You're right, 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 right. The right. yeah, ayin also has a dot. Yeah. It's just, um, so you're saying there's a chazal or... Yeah, so Rashi says the Arashi says that the that the Rabbim were only punished for the Niglos before they crossed the Yarday. But there are other opinions that it's the opposite, that they that they were only uh, exempted from the Nistaros before they crossed the Yarday. Once they crossed the Yarday, the Arv was kicked in even for the Nistaros on the leaders. Okay, there is such an opinion. So it seems like we're saying that it's it's the responsibility of the leaders to keep, you know, do this hakira and check and make sure that everything's going okay. But the bottom line is that if they don't, all of Am Yisrael is going to suffer. No, is no get if they don't, they're responsible. So so then it comes back to Achan again. No, 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 like, that's, I mean, no that's Roshechem Shivtechem, meaning every group is held, the group is held responsible for what their circle of influence was. Right, right, right. But the punishment of the people being of dying wasn't just Achan's. No, uh, so that's that's because it was the fourth time. 
the fourth time of, of, the, of a of, recommission of the same Avera that everybody exactly. had been committing all along. Exactly. It was the fourth time and, that there was Meila done and, oh, and nothing uh, was done about it. It was tolerable. So, so, so the cases of the, of, you know, little old me noticing that the Godole Hador seemed not to be, uh, you know, keeping, uh, keeping tabs on some stuff that, whoa, like, uh, how come they, how can they let this stuff go? Like, uh, circle of influence. Do you have influence or not? I don't have to worry that I'm going to be punished by their failure to exert authority over people that I don't have authority over. In other unless, words, unless you had a way to make, to, to create a scandal about it. In other words, sometimes we know uh, because, that something's wrong. Uh, and we just ignore it. Right. Right, right. I get. I could have called up the, you know, some. Well, you could have organized said, a group of I can't of your believe friends. you're not doing anything about this. Right. Again, again, there were some very sordid examples over the last few years yeah. where too many, too many people knew what was going on, and everything was swept under the carpet. And I think that's that. That is that creates communal responsibility without a doubt. Without a doubt. Okay, Beseder. So um, I'll send you some more sources. We're going to see a Gomorrah in Erevin. We're going to see a Gomorrah in Shabbos. We're going to see a famous Mishnah Brura in Hilchas Yom Kippur about Tochacha. We're going to be zeroing back now to the midst of Tochacha. Because really that everything, what it says, So I've got to understand when am I responsible to be Mochen and when am I not responsible to be Mochen. So that's what we're going to be talking about. That's what we're going to be uh, covering on Sunday. Okay. Seder, any questions? I mean, okay. Okay. Everybody have a good Shabbos. Call I'm looking at that Rashi. I'm looking at that Rashi. Now, the Rashi says the opposite. The, the opposite of the of the of the Meir. Right. He he doesn't he doesn't chime with us. Exactly. He says the opposite. Okay. Call two everybody.